Welcome to the HR Room Podcast, the podcast series from Insight HR, where we talk to business leaders from around Ireland and share their advice on how to create the HR systems and workplace culture that's right for your business. For show notes and bonus content, simply visit www.insighthr.ie forward slash podcast. And remember, if you need any HR support, get in touch with us at Insight HR. Whether it's conducting a complex workplace investigation, filling a gap by providing you with a virtual or on-site HR resource, or providing advice via our HR support line, we'll help you resolve whatever human resources challenge your business is facing. Okay, let's get started. Hello and welcome to another episode of the HR Room podcast. HR and business leaders all over the world have been thinking about the future of work in recent years. And given the huge pace of change in the world of work and HR, it's something that is high on the list of priorities for organizations everywhere. But clearly, the future of work will always be coming, so how can teams be future ready? So joining us today to talk about getting ahead of the curve in HR, we're delighted to be joined by Ashley Campbell, Head of HR at Accenture Ireland, who has managed a wide range of people performance and support areas, from talent planning and culture to human capital strategy, and now leads the HR function for one of the most well-known employers here in Ireland. Thanks for joining us, Ashley. How are you? Thanks for having me on. Great to be here and all is good. Brilliant stuff. As always, we're joined by our very own Mary Cullen, Founder and Managing Director here at Inside HR. How are you, Mary? I'm great. Thanks, Owen. And we're delighted to have you here, Ashling. So we'll jump right in. I suppose I'll come to yourself first, Ashling. Like I'm often chatting to my dad about HR, I suppose, working for HR Consultancy. We're hosting the HR Room podcast. We, we tend to talk about HR a lot. And my dad kind of instinctively calls it personnel. I suppose he was in a factory from the 70s, 80s, 90s. So it's kind of an instinctive thing for him. So I think we all know how much HR has changed in that time. But can you talk to us a bit more specifically about how HR has changed in maybe the past two to five years kind of, kind of period? I will do. And I think I'll start off by saying I don't think I could answer this question without talking about the pandemic, because I think the pandemic did lead to a seismic shift in HR and the role that HR professionals in every organisation played across Ireland. And if I was to describe the change that I've seen, I think we've moved to a real shift on the whole person and the pandemic really amplified this. So obviously the pandemic came We didn't know how it was going to impact us in those first couple of weeks um, in February and March last year. And then what happened was we quickly had to go into crisis management mode in HR, understand how we could communicate with our people, bring clarity on restrictions, which was completely new to everybody in the country at that time. But also then as the pandemic progressed, it was really about the well-being and the care for our people, I think, across every organisation both from managing the managing the spread of COVID and making sure we had the right protocols in our workplaces, et cetera, and that we were managing that the effective way, but also on the mental and emotional well-being of our people. So I think, and I think it's been one of the greatest gifts of the pandemic is actually helping us make that shift to the whole person from a HR perspective. Transactions and transactional activity still exists. It always will. I don't think we'll ever get rid of it. But um, what I now value is that it's now about the whole person and it's about how we bring all of that um, together. That's definitely the shift that I've seen. 100%. And I suppose for yourself, Mary, is that kind of similar to what we're, we're thinking and talking about? I suppose it's kind of similar to what we've kind of said about it has been kind of a tough time, but there has been positive, big changes, that kind of thing. Any thoughts, Mary? Yeah, absolutely, Owen. And I agree with you, Ashling. It's also been, a, I suppose, a powerful time from a HR perspective, because for an awful lot of HR people, their place in the organisation, their place at the top table, 
their involvement with the strategic direction of the organization hasn't always been there for lots of HR people. And the pandemic, I guess, um, bought HR's role into sharp focus and an awful lot of managers, uh, I, I suppose, leaned more heavily on the function in HR. And I don't know about you, but I've seen a real shift in elevation in the role itself and appreciation maybe for the role. And look, I know there's going to be those of you out there and our listeners who say that didn't happen in my organisation. I'm still transactional. I'm still struggling to have my voice heard. But I do think that for the profession itself, not only have we now shifted our focus onto the whole person, but the role of HR and people within the HR function has been elevated. 100%. I think a lot of it, Mary, in the past couple of years in particular with the big changes developments has been a lot around kind of agility, I suppose is probably the word for it. Having said that, HR leaders have had to deal with a lot of changes. We've been through them, but I suppose the question, Mary, is how can HR leaders kind of plan for future developments? There will always be developments. It's not going to, or you haven't hit a utopia. You know what I mean? So there will always be things. So what kind of foundations, habits can they put in place that are kind of ready for future challenges, Mary? I think probably a big area um, and a big area for development for HR people is is around strategic skills. It's about that long-term planning and being part of that long-term planning from an organisational perspective. And Ashling, you mentioned that transactional, day-to-day operational role that is in HR and will continue to be in HR because contracts have to be issued and uh, recruitment has to be done and support has to be given to line managers, employee relations issues and IR issues will continue. So all of that day-to-day operational piece will still be there. But to me, again, it's that strategic focus that will be there and preparing our organisations for the future. But linking in with that will be, you know, organisational design and development, really, in a way. And I think these skills aren't the preserve of the many, the preserve of the few. And the, this, I believe, is an area for development in, in HR generally and will help prepare not just you, but our organisations for the future as well. Mm-hmm. And same question to yourself, Ashley. I suppose it is about looking ahead, but what can people do now, I suppose, to be ready for what's ahead? So I agree with everything Mary has said there and the strategic outlook is so important. And I think it's really important for us as HR professionals to make sure that we're creating the space for that in our day to day. And, you know, that we're able to plan, be part of the conversations that are happening from a business planning perspective and really work through that. To add to what Mary has said, I think what's really important is actually a learning mindset and being able to take that approach of constantly learning and evolving our skills as HR professionals. And over the last couple of years, I've personally been really excited about the recent research that's coming out in neuroscience around how we can apply that to the world of work and different pieces as well. That's really important. And I think investing in our teams to help them grow and develop and to have that learning mindset is really, really important. Another piece that I would just add that I think is really important for us as HR professionals as we think about the future is how we can bring a more multidisciplinary approach to solving HR challenges. So bringing together different skill sets, different disciplines to really think about how could we solve some of the biggest challenges that we have in HR today whether that's analytics capability, design thinking capability, new technologies like augmented or virtual reality, 
and how we bring those forward. So that would definitely be something I think um, that we should be focusing on as well as HR leaders. Brilliant. And I suppose kind of jumping into that actually in a bit further, it's a perfect segue on to my next question. Do you have any kind of secrets to success, I suppose, from your own experience with Accenture, obviously a big HR function there, a lot of change, and you've, you've obviously done well to, to get through it and look, and look forward again. Is there any kind of, I suppose, kind of insider secrets from your point of view? What are the priorities you've had over the past couple of years to make sure Accenture's kind of been future ready as a HR team? So I think one of the great things that our global HR team have shaped for us is very much that learning access and learning capability and really developing the skill sets of modern HR and our um, global chief human resource officer, Ellen Shook, will talk about, you know, us wanting to become the most truly human organization in the digital world and the importance of HR developing a caring and compassionate approach. And that learning mindset has helped us, you know, to remain agile, to be able to respond to the external events that have been happening, whether that's the crisis in Europe or the pandemic or various other pieces that have happened as well. But I think to remain agile, one thing that I think is really important for HR is to stay really close to the leaders and people in our in our businesses and to really understand the zeitgeist at any particular point in time, the new and emerging trends that are happening and really keeping that finger on the pulse. And we in Accenture, we have a number of mechanisms like many organizations. We regularly survey our people, we invite feedback, we very much promote a speak up culture, be that within your own team or coming to HR or to various um, different channels that we have available. So for me, agility comes from really listening to and responding to your people. And to add to that, um, I think it's as well about embracing new technology and being open to what new technology can bring us. And I think, you know, um, we've recently invested in the metaverse as a way of onboarding employees. You know, I've personally been learning a lot about the metaverse in the last while and dipping my toe in and designing my avatar, etc. But those ways really help us remain agile. But I think it's about agile, but also relevance as well, and making sure that we stay relevant to the organization as the organization changes, grows and adapts as well. 100%. I think, Mary, a lot of the things Ashley has said there, why there is, there is investments and those kind of pieces, a lot of the stuff there, I think, and this will be, I suppose, pertinent to our kind of smaller company audience, let's say. A lot of things Ashley has mentioned there, Mary, are behaviors, looking ahead, a lot of kind of soft skills that you could really apply to smaller companies as well, Mary. Whatever, right? Absolutely. I, I mean, I have always had the view, you know, HR is HR is HR, whatever the environment you're in, whatever the industry you're in, because it's focused on people. And whether or not you're dealing with large numbers of people in a global organization or you're dealing with an indigenous Irish organization that's much smaller, it's still about people. And the soft skills that you use in one environment do translate into the other. And that's why you do see HR people moving quite seamlessly from environment to environment, from public sector to private sector, to global, corporate, to SME. That's common and lots of people uh, do it and do it regularly. The soft skills are very much about, well, how can you influence change then within your organization? How can you influence discussion at the senior level? What role do you want to play in your organizational? And there are choices, I guess, that HR people make about their careers and and what they like doing and what they want to do in the future. But 
the soft skills, the ongoing learning and development. Uh, Ashling, I love the idea that you've developed your avatar. You know, there's probably not many HR people out there who've done that yet. And I'd be curious just for from our listener perspective, just to hear a little bit more about something like that, which is, you know, outside the normal day-to-day uh, HR reality for lots of people. But you know, while Accenture may be there now, other organizations would be following in the next year or two. And so this may well be a reality for somebody in HR in terms of, well, what next? What next do we need to do? How can we how can we embrace these technologies? How can I learn and be ready for them in the future as well, even if my organization hasn't embraced them yet? So it, it's it's a, it's a strange time because it's been such a huge amount of disruption, hasn't it? And with disruption comes the good and the bad. But there have been many gifts from a pandemic perspective, and that's not minimising all the, the pain and sadness that has also gone with it too. And I think a lot of the things you mentioned there, Mayor, I suppose one of the topics we've heard a lot about in the past couple of years, great resignation, the pandemic, all that kind of stuff. Another one that's been there, Mary, has been the skills crisis. And I know a lot of the skills you've mentioned there are what HR teams and, and, and professionals, I suppose, need now to be kind of future ready or whatever. But I think a lot of those skills, again, Mary, are ones that will be consistently needed in the future as well, won't they? I think so, because, you know, the, the issues that organisations are facing are very much, you know, if you were to look at the top, ones, how are we going to resource our organization? Where are we going to get the skills? We're almost at full employment. So how creative are we? How strategic are we? How focused in on things like employer brand are we? Are we looking at our competitors to see what's appealing about them or what's not appealing about them? Are we reviewing what we can do in terms of our budgets around attraction and retention and and reducing attrition and all of those things? You know, in many ways, the challenges are are always there. So, you know, 20 years ago when, when I worked in finance, we had challenges around attracting certain skill sets into the organization and we still had to be strategic then the challenges have changed but the the job is similar in that looking out looking at others looking at our environment whether that's political environmental social whatever is important and that skills piece is a critical issue for many, many organizations. Never mind trying to hire HR people, by the way. That's really difficult at the moment. Um, gone are our contract roles. It's virtually impossible to find someone for a short-term placement. And HR people are moving at the rate of knots. Mm-hmm. Ashley, I'd love to hear your thoughts on that kind of skills piece as well, not just about the kind of skills that have always been there and tra- transactional and kind of consistently, I suppose, organization priorities, but about some of the kind of technology pieces as well. Could I get your kind of thoughts on some of the skills you've seen Accenture has kind of led the way in in, in recent months, but also ones that you're kind of looking to at for the future? I'd probably start that moment um, by saying I totally agree with Mary that soft skills are so important. And I think they've actually rose in importance as we've had more technology come into our businesses and our workplaces, regardless of the size of the business or the workplace. Things like empathy judgment, communication skills, 
being able to work in diverse teams so important and I think HR professionals have really led the way in embracing those softer skills and role modeling them within organizations as well. I think um, on the skills piece um, and in relation to technology and what we're seeing I think there's two things that probably stand out for me. One is having a problem solving mentality so not using technology for the sake of it but using technology to solve something and really thinking about what is it that we're trying to solve for our organization whether it's a group of 50 people or 500 or 5,000 what are we trying to do are we creating a good experience around that as well because it is easy to get hyped up on all the latest tech pieces but ultimately we need to be solving for people or we need to be creating an experience that is a good experience on top of that the other skills i think is really being able to take data and trends and Mary you talked about you know being able to look externally at the political the economic and the social environment being able to take those trends and put them together and say what does this mean for our organization what does this mean for the people in our organization what does it mean for how we do HR in our organization I think that's really important being able to turn that data into insight and we've probably never had better tools available to us and definitely I think HR professionals have really stepped up in taking taking on more data and analytics and embracing that as well and there's so many great programs available across um, across the country right now to develop skills in that area and finally the last one the last skill i think that's really important is around innovation so being able to again look at what problem are we trying to solve and get a solution in place and deliver that in a way that maybe pushes the boundaries a little bit but is also right and relevant for the organization within which you're working. So I think that's really important too. Mm -hmm. Something you alluded to earlier, Ashley, as well, that kind of collaboration piece that you might have said it in in more words than that, but particularly with things like data analytics and that kind of stuff, I'd imagine there is quite a collaborative element to that with HR and other departments to kind of get the most out of everything, isn't there, as opposed to what we might have had previously. Indeed, and I think HR as a profession, we're actually attracting people with different skills and backgrounds. It's no longer just people with a degree or a diploma in HR who are coming, but actually people who might have different backgrounds. And I think they bring a lot to HR as well. And I think that multidisciplinary approach to get different angles, you know, that I love nothing more than some of my team are highly analytical. Some of them are very high on people and relationship skills and some of them have really amazing strategic thinking skills and I love nothing more than we get together and try to solve something because we'll all come at it from different angles we all bring different strengths and ultimately the outcome is always going to be a better outcome than if somebody sat behind a pc screen by themselves trying to solve something so I think as a profession I think we also need to attract people into our profession who you know maybe have those other skills that might not be core competencies just now of traditional um, HR training and development. 100%. So I suppose when it comes to HR teams, professionals prioritizing for 2023, and I know I'm saying this already, and we're still a, a few weeks away from 2023, Mary, but I suppose in your opinion, what could HR teams or professionals be kind of prioritizing for 2023, Mary? Not just, I suppose, general organizational stuff, but skills, that kind of thing. Yeah, well, I mean, I think once you 
decide on your top priorities for 2023, um, whatever those top priorities are for your particular organisation, well, then the skill development comes along with it, doesn't it? So, you know, if you're embracing new technology and introducing new technology, well, then upskilling yourself on maybe data analytics or, or um, you know, other uh, technology skills might be what's important, whether that's digital and social media, whether it's putting together your avatar, whatever it might be, there's new skills there. But, you know, as I've said frequently uh, over the past probably six months, you know, if we're looking at the types of challenges that we have in terms of our organisations in trying to, uh, I suppose, settle after an immense period of disruption, you know, I think looking at things like, you know, leadership development uh, within the organization. Are we preparing and equipping our managers for the future? Are you in HR prepared and equipped uh, for the future organization? That whole idea of employee experience, well, what does it mean and what can you do as an organization and a HR practitioner or leader around the whole employee experience and life cycle you know are you going to just develop policies that you see introduced out there by maybe some big corporate but doesn't really resonate within your organization are you going to be creative about what you introduce how you introduce it and what resonates with your own workforce There are challenges, real challenges around space, hybrid and remote working, whether it works or not, whether it's working within an organization or not. And all of those areas will guide what you need to learn yourself for 2023. I think certainly when it comes to things like strategy, you know, it's it's almost like there is this great skill set that um, people are kind of afraid of and HR people are kind of afraid of. I'm always told by people I'm not strategic, uh, but I think they misunderstand what it actually means to be strategic. Um, Really, you're just talking about long term planning and and what you can do and, and not being so reactive in terms of the role, maybe carving out that time and that space for you to sit down and think and collaborate with other departments and other professionals within the organization around what the future is going to look like in your particular organization. Mm-hmm. 100%. And I suppose, similar question to yourself, Ashley, we are talking about the, the future of HR here. So is there anything kind of coming down the line from your perspective? I suppose, actually, it's probably a mix of getting the basics right, but also looking at those external kind of market factors to make sure you're staying ahead of the curve as well, I suppose. Yeah, I think adjusting to the labour market as it is right now, you know, as Mary said, coming up to full employment, I think it's about making sure we continue to attract talent to our business, you know, that um, people people want to come and work with us, that we've got an interesting proposition for people um, and that's relevant for them. I think a big priority for 2023 every organization regardless of your size or your industry is to stay close to people because we've had the pandemic which you know had impacts on people that had impacts on people personally and professionally we've heard a lot about the great resignation you know we've had lots going on 
And I think, as I said earlier, staying close to people is just really, really important, whatever we do. And I think related to that is making sure that well-being evolves, our well-being offerings and what we do from a well-being perspective evolves with that as well. And well-being starting with good job designs, making sure that we have roles that are created in such a way that they can work in this environment and enable people to deliver at their best, right through to the offerings that we offer from a benefits um, and reward package perspective. So I think it's kind of like, it feels like well-being 2.0 is going to kick off and we as organizations have such a key role to play in that. I think we, we have a really important role to play actually to create a healthier society overall, which is really important. And I think for 2023, It'll be interesting because we'll be coming up to just around 16 months when the, the main return to office started from a restrictions lifting perspective back in September 2021. I think that's a really interesting era because we've now settled into whatever the organization's way of working is, whether it's a hybrid approach, a back in office approach, a structured approach, or maybe it was an organization that has been, been in the workplace all through the pandemic. But I think we're coming into this settling in period in the future of work and we really need to think about what's next and back to what you said Mary about the long-term thinking that's important what are the consequences of what's happening now for our organization and can we get ahead of where our organization is going so we can put the right talent um, and HR plans around that as well. I think that's the the common theme that's been flowing through this whole conversation about people focused but with that long-term approach so it's fantastic to hear those hear those insights so thank you Mary and Ashley for a very insightful discussion a lot of insights there that I'm sure people will be find very useful for their planning for 2023, no matter what the size of their organization. Thank you to everyone for listening. We'll catch you next week for the next installment of our podcast. So don't forget to click subscribe and join the discussion on our social media channels. Make sure to check the show notes for useful resources related to today's topic. And as always, for HR consultancy services and management you can trust, get in touch with us today at InsideHR.ie. Thank you, Mary, and thank you, Ashley. Thank you, Owen. Thank you, Ashley. Thank you, Owen. Thank you, Mary. Thanks for joining us today on the HR Room Podcast, the podcast series from Insight HR that helps you create the human resources systems and workplace culture that's right for your business. For show notes and bonus content, go to www.insighthr.ie forward slash podcast. That's www.insighthr.ie forward slash podcast. We'd love it if you subscribe, like, and share the show with any friends and colleagues who are looking for fresh ideas on how to create the ideal workplace for their business. And remember, if you need any HR support, get in touch with us at Insight HR. Whether it's conducting a complex workplace investigation, filling a gap by providing you with a virtual or an on-site HR resource, or providing advice via our HR support line, we'll help you resolve whatever human resources challenge your business is facing. Thanks, and see you soon.